Welcome, everyone, to Escape to Reality Podcast with Justine and Geneva. Hello, friends. Settle in. This is a big day. We're excited. We're talking to <laughs> Ty from Love During Lockup. How you doing, Ty? Hello, I'm great. I'm great. Good. A star uh, of the season you- for sure. Like I know I say that about everybody, but I, this is extra star. She <laughs> still on the show. Um, okay. We're so excited to get into it. First, we always ask like some fun questions. Do you watch reality TV? And if you do, what shows do you love? Um, I have watched reality TV, um, but since I've been in school, it's been kind of hard. Like the last three years I was in school, so I couldn't really sit and watch anything. But yeah. I would have to say my favorite show of all time was Flavor of Love. Oh, oh love that. that. That's was, a classic. Yeah, that was like my favorite. That was the beginning, the birth of it, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so- yeah. That that was like peak reality TV. Like exactly. Flavor of Love was oh, so good. Okay, He's a trip. That. He really is nuts. Um, what are you in for school for mortician? Being a mortician? I w- yeah, I went to school. Um, I had to get my bachelor's to become a mortician. And oh wow! Still, even now, even though I am a graduate and I'm working as yeah. an apprentice, I still have to pass my boards. So oh, okay, fully licensed yet. So. Okay. What is so the, when do you, do you get a, take your boards? I'm taking them February. Excuse me. It was just changed. I want to say it's March 10th, but I may be incorrect. Okay. Oh, it's a but good it, day. That's, that's my kid's father's birthday. So I'm like, oh, oh. you yeah. gave me the seat. Now you're going to pass the test. Right. I'm kind of scared. What is the <laughs> bachelor's degree in? Mortuary science. Wow. Fascinating. Fascinating. Oh, my God. Okay. We, since you bring it up, we have to talk the mortician stuff. The other questions can wait. How, how did you first become interested in this? And how did you know, like, how did you know you'd be comfortable around a dead body and not like losing? That's a good question. I was, I, I was infatuated with everything around mortuary services, but didn't know how to put a name with it. I just liked autopsy shows and I didn't want to be afraid of death. And I wanted to figure out things with the human body. I was a why person. I needed to know why. Why did uh-huh. this happen? How did this happen? I was um, really honestly just looking for a career to start. And everybody's like, you got to go get your iron. You got to go get your iron. I didn't want to do that. Um, one day, unfortunately, not one day. Um, and I'm not, this is not what made me go into the direction, but this is how I knew I had to go to school for it. I walked into Willie Watkins funeral home in Atlanta and I said, I want a job. I need a job. I was broke as hell. Needed to, I needed a job. And then he was like, come with me. And he walked me and I had my daughter with me, my 12 year old at the time. She's now 18. We went into, he said, he walked me right into the prep room. I'm like, what is fuck? It was like. So you're like looking at bodies. Yeah. It was like at least 13 dead bodies. And the smell hits you. And I'm like, oh. And so he's looking at me, just staring at me and my smell? daughter. Wow. Yeah. And so he's staring at me and my daughter. And he's like, you don't got to throw up. You okay? I'm like, yeah, I need a child. He said, go get your black dress. <laughs> he said, go get your black dress ready. And then he took me in his office and he looked at me and he said, listen, I could either give you a job or I can show you how to get rich. And he told me, he said he could hire me for $18 an hour or I can go to school and make 80,000 minimum my first right. year. And I was like, wow. I'm gonna go with plan B. I'm gonna go with plan B. So I 
took the long route and I went to school. Now, that is how I ended up understanding what my desires could do for me because I took micro, I took a nap, all of this higher, crazy shit, right? Blew right through it. Just, it was the easiest thing because I wanted it so bad. I Uh wanted it, I needed it. But what got me into the infatuation with death alone was my mother. She's, I've, I've been very open about her being a schizophrenic in my entire life from four on up. Every day of my life was, you're going to die soon. We're going to die soon. Someone's going to poison us. Someone's going to break in the house. So I learned what death was in an unhealthy way. And I learned it very oh. early. So what I did when I got probably about seven, eight was say, I'm not going to be anything like my mother. I'm not going to be yeah. afraid anything. So when people would die, I'm like, I'll go to the funeral. Oh, oh, I, I, I want to watch the show. How did they die? OJ Simpson. Oh my God. How did this happen? This is, I just, I didn't want to be like her. And I know to outlook outsiders, it was like, this little motherfucker is crazy. But in real life, it was preventing me from picking uh-huh. up. You know yeah. what I'm Wow. Thinking? That's fascinating. So, yeah. Wow. So, so you had like, God. An intent, you made like an intentional choice to be like, yeah. I'm gonna like go the complete mm-hmm. opposite, even if like initially I'm freaked out by it. I'm gonna, exactly. wow, it's a very awesome. smart thing exactly. to do as a kid, Thank too. You. Yeah, Thank it you. is. Thank you. Yeah. It, it helps. So, does have you like, how did it, how long did it take for you to be used to working with a dead body? And like, how did you adjust to actually, like, I don't know, doing everything you do in your job? I'm gonna be honest with you, you never fully adjust. Um, and I'll break it down maybe hopefully three ways. When a mm-hmm. person dies, and this is just my opinion, when a person dies elderly in a natural death, mm-hmm. it's peaceful. It's a peace in the prep room. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You, 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 you don't feel bad. You're like, wow, I hope you live the best fucking life ever, you know? Yeah. But then when people's lives are cut short, you right. feel you feel a bad spirit around them and it's not them it's something that they just recently been through and I mean you can literally feel a shift wow. then you have that same feeling but not with evil but with with heartache when there's cancer AIDS when there's these diseases you really truly walk into the prep room and your spirit oh. is attacked yeah. there has I'll give you a story and this is about children I'll give you two quick stories it was a young lady. Yeah. I come into the funeral home. This young girl was absolutely beautiful. I don't know what her nationality was, but she looked like she could have been from Brazil. She was beautiful. And she was very childlike. She had chipped nail polish and little bracelets with different colors and stuff. And when I walked up to her, my in, something in me was like, this little girl is not dead. She was like 18 years old. But Something about her felt childlike. I'm like, she's not dead. We got to do CPR. And I'm trying to stop myself from feeling insane because I know this person does not have life in her body. So we take a lunch break. It, it was bothering me. I go take a lunch break. We come back and my, at the time, mentor was arguing with somebody in the prep room. And he's like, why would you let her family come see her? I hadn't gotten her ready. She wasn't ready. He, they explained to him that this young lady was from Syracuse, was from Buffalo, excuse me, and visiting family in Syracuse. She was learning disabled and she darted out in front of the traffic, got hit by a truck. 
and that her parents had not seen her since they dropped her off to visit family. And so uh, it was such a, and that is in my spirit why I didn't feel like she was a little girl. Like I thought she was younger than what she was because mm-hmm. she was disabled. I had no clue this baby was learning disabled, right? So now I go back into the prep room and he's upset. Like I wanted him to see her looking better. Da, 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 da. I no longer, once she seen, once her mother identified her body, I no longer had the urge to do CPR on her. Her spirit went to peace and she left. And that wow. was the, that was one of the first times where I was like, this is much bigger than just a job. I, and yeah. mm-hmm. I was, I was in tears. And then the last time I know we're in a time limit. I was on, um, it was time for midterms. I was still in school. I hadn't been up to the funeral home. This one day I go to meet my mentor. I'm eating some Chick-fil-A. I got a Chick-fil-A lemonade, right? I'm looking cute. I'm thinking I'm looking good. Girl, I walk in the funeral home. Oh, mirror, selfie. I don't see anybody. I'm like, where's everybody at? It was like, something just came over me that said, mommy, mommy, mommy. I felt like a little kid lost in the middle of the mall or something and I'm like why do I feel like this what's wrong with me I I had no understanding at this time the secretary she comes from upstairs and she's looking at me and I'm staring at her and I'm like is there some kids here and she said Ty turn around I walked into the chapel there were two twins past during birth laying in a casket and I was yeah yeah it's that deep it's a true spiritual attack so wow when I say I'm still every day adjusting yeah. I am what do you do to like no I mean that energy you, that's unbelievable it's crazy how so what do you do to unwind like when you get off pray. work like what's pray. your process to like get meditate. back to like pray meditate okay pray and meditate and I literally you know how people say that um every day is a blessing it's not every mm-hmm. day second yeah that's true you so never true. know yeah and so being a mortician you do the they come to you right they're past there's a fresh body and it's your job to you and i don't know if this is correct terms embalm them you get them you, you dress them and do you do their makeup as well i try <laughs> yes that's wow. actually the hardest part it seems like it would be the easiest uh-huh. the hardest because it's you have to try your best to make them look post-death. So it's really, really hard. The body does not adhere. Like the chemicals in your skin are not the same. The makeup does not adhere to your skin when you pass on as easy as possible. A lot of people are on a lot of medicines and in the process of trying to keep them from dying, things are broken, injuries. It's really, it's actually, it's called restorative art. And it's the hardest part of post-life care. Wow. And so have you ever had a kind of an odd request? Do you talk directly to the family members? Do do people say this is their favorite suit or this is, do most people have an outfit or? A lot of people do that. A lot of people think that the more expensive the outfit, the family member like gets, it's like, we want to give them the best. We want to, to me, I've seen people put like meat coats, and their loved ones and and you never want to say don't do that but you also always want to advise it's going to be in the ground it's not mm-hmm. it's not going into heaven they going they already got yeah. the best outfit that you can wear is some angel wings and that's what they yeah. got Aww. when they made the yeah. peace and glory and i try to I, I try to deter people from 
doing too much. You know, like it's, yeah. it's, it's hard to say because it's like, we want to, we love her or him. Not $200 Jordans that you're not. Yeah. yeah. You what know, an emotionally yeah. heavy job. Yeah. Ugh, very heavy. Wow. Okay. We got to get in. We could talk about this all day, but we have to talk <laughs> about the show. That's so fascinating. Um, you're such a fascinating person that oh my God, they, they could just, <laughs> we could listen the to the show doesn't even dig into half of your life. It's amazing. Okay. So we were already like, I think Ty's going to be great, but then we saw you in your war room with all your pictures of your men and your map. You're hilarious. Okay. So we have to start. <laughs> how did you tell us how you built up what you're doing and why you're doing it? Okay. So my room, that was my office area at first. Right. And why I was at first, <laughs> I was not at one point. Right. So I was juggling in my mind, school, kids, fucking electric bill, grocery right. store. Right. And while I'm doing that, it's working. But as I started to, I didn't have just one guy that I was monogamous with okay I was dating multiple guys just it was it was I love to get the call hey how you doing beautiful I was thinking about you I enjoyed it I enjoyed hey what brought you into prison how has your life been I enjoy every bit of that you know but I noticed that if I'm dating a guy which I think you can date millions of men until you're married I'm not saying go out and give the cuckoo up but you can date, them. <laughs> you yeah. date. why not right so I'm as I'm dating guys, say I'm dating one, I got him every day. I call him at six o'clock, right? If a day goes by and he doesn't talk to me at six o'clock in his head, it's, oh my God, she doesn't like me anymore. She's so hurt. I mean, I'm so hurt. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, wow, I have that type of power over somebody. I don't want to necessarily hurt anyone. So I started out with this board to say, okay, well, I always, I'm going to talk to him. Oh, like a scheduling. That's like exactly, your phone calls. Started, that's exactly how it started out. And then I don't know about y'all, but I can't travel as much as I want to. You know what I mean? No. I yeah. can't. So the map, I think they blew it out of proportion to fans. That's just to me. I only got such a big map. That's what the fuck they had at the dollar store, okay? But the <laughs> map, if you guys zoomed in on the map a little bit, or if you if they would have probably spoke about it, even though it has inmates and where they're located, it also has places where I want to take Delaney, my twelve year old. So okay. it's the life map. Uh huh. The map, yeah. So and on the map, I'm like, okay, if I take if I go visit Oscar in New Orleans. I can get a hotel room here. Then me and Delaney can go visit some museums, see where the levees broke. Then we can drive to Alabama <laughs> and I can visit this guy. So it's like, to me, it was organization, right? So oh, I, I'm dying. I You're planning little trips. It's just yeah, great. That's how I was thinking. And I remember when the network was like coming in my room, I'm like, this is a little bit intrusive. And uh -huh. I'm like, great. And I'm like, Okay. Yeah, I think so. But, but. <laughs> so, so you go visit. I I didn't even think of you visiting these men. So you go visit them. So I guess two questions. If you're comfortable sharing figures, yeah, what's yeah. The, what's the most people you've juggled at once? Yeah. When have you been like the least? Maybe down like to a couple main, and then how many people have you visited? Oh God. Okay. So the most I've juggled at once is eight. And then when I say that, I mean. I had 
two who I've had for quite some time who are my men who, and I'm, I'll be clear, BB and I are almost in an open relationship. We're not boyfriend and girlfriend anymore, but we still love each other. And yeah. it's very hard to ever let him go. Hadi and I are monogamous. We are, our, our intimacy is just for each other. Intimacy meaning the things mm-hmm. we, we share that are intimate. Like that's my boyfriend. The other men in my life and I'm dating, just getting to know, you know, they send me pictures. I send them pictures. Um, we're not planning for a future. These other guys, we're just talking. And if we start to feel love or something like that, then possibly maybe, you know, this is a, some, this, these are the men who are my possibles, you know, possibles. okay. If, if Heidi gets out, does, do you put the other guys to the curb? Um, if, if Heidi I'm, was in person, completely honest with y'all. Cause Heidi knows this until I'm married. Okay. I refuse to pack away a plane. You know, I love it. I, I appreciate it's that. A great, it's a great <laughs> way to live. Cause essentially what you're doing is you're just it keeping is. the net open and who yeah, rises to the top, 40. rises to the top. I, love it. I think it's 40, great. Almost 40. And I refuse to say that I wasted two years on someone who came home and did me wrong or yeah. two years I in general. So yeah. you pick and with up your a- job, you see how fast things can change. Yeah. 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 Well, one of them going to have to be the right one. eventually. You're going to figure it out, you know? Right. Right. So you like your goal is not to just maintain relationships with people incarcerated. Like you do want to get married and like have a, a real relationship outside. I want a husband so bad. Life is so boring. Like I want a travel partner. I want love, but I'll be honest with you and tell you I'm afraid of love. Like I'm afraid of it because when you allow someone to make you happy, you are giving them the chance to make you sad. And it is scary. Like when you're hurt, man, that shit is. So would you say you're in love with Hottie? I am very much, I love Hottie. I love him. Um, we have had, as you see, some drama in our oh. relationship. Some serious drama. And um, watch the next episode. We watched okay, this so Friday's we, episode, which okay, so we've seen math. What's the dollar store math? This is, hey, I think this that is aired. Two, two episodes in. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. So we have seen, we're waiting to drop this. We have now seen the nudes get released. And so we haven't seen, we haven't seen what happens next, but we saw that episode. I felt like you handled it like really well. Like you were very calm. I agree. (laughs) Was that, was that accurate? Or were you like, like, I love when you said you were like wanted to strangle her. How did you mentally, like, what did you do as soon as you saw that? You let me tell y'all how I found out about the nudes. It was not like, I don't even know how, I don't know what they filmed. So I'll see that in real time with you guys. Mm-hmm. But I started okay. to get phone calls. I started to oh get Oh my phone- God. Buffalo was very small. So I started mm-hmm. to get phone calls. And wh- one of the phone calls was my kid's dad. And he's like, Oh my God. 
fucking lost your mind, bitch. Like, fuck. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you got your naked ass all over Instagram. And I'm like, I'm like, what? I'm sorry, guys. I, I, I had a cock. So oh, oh, no problem. Oh, we have first call. call. I feel We're honored to, that you I'm got a like, call while we on. Yeah, I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And as I go on, I see where this bitch, not only did she post my nudes to her Instagram, but yeah, she likes Instagram on Facebook. And on her she, Facebook too. Yeah. And she, she tagged you. And, and so, so, how fast can you get those down? It's, I don't know how, I don't remember right now how long they were up there, but I started to report stuff and have people I know report yeah. stuff taken down. But my oh. kids follow me, a lot of oh. people church follow oh. me. It's sick. Oh. I'm like, oh, wow, this bitch want to play hardball. So I mm. promise y'all, I'm not in the business. I'm too old. I'm not into tearing down other women. We supposed to come together. Yeah. Guys, I to leak your fucking news. Guys are supposed to exploit you, not right. other. Right, right, right. She should have a problem with Hottie, not you. That's my point. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is my point. If you claim to have been with a man for 12 years, right? And this man has you obsessed because I just want you guys to know it has not ended. This has oh not ended. Oh, my God. Oh, she's still beefing with you. I go through so much. Oh. I go through so much behind. How did her. she get the pictures? This is what I think. I don't know for sure, and I'm. I don't. I hope this is not a spoiler, but because I, like I said, I don't know exactly what was filmed. But I send all my pictures to Hadi. When he was in the other jail, he could get Facebook. So sexy pictures that I wouldn't want anyone else to see, I sent on Messenger because I didn't feel comfortable. You know, send, you can't send a lot in the mail. And right. when you, like they have apps that you can upload pictures, but the prison guards see those first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would send stuff on Facebook to him, but, you know, privately through Messenger. And he would see it. And I never thought to go back and delete it. But even to this day, I don't know if that's how she got it. But the okay. pictures that she posted are not random pictures. They're pictures I sent him. Mm. Oh. oh you know where there's smoke there's fire yeah so yeah that that's to me it, it it um it only makes sense but i really don't know i don't know yeah so buffalo you said buffalo's small how did mm-hmm. she get your number initially like did somebody you know give it that's, to her i have three phones and i'm gonna tell you why i have three phones i have a phone that's personal my iphone that okay. i'm on right now and then i have one phone that's specifically for the funeral home. And then I have okay. one phone for men who are incarcerated mm-hmm. who I am not comfortable with having my personal number. My right number. Okay. Okay. And I have my iPhone number and they have my address. Other men, when we're just dating, there's no way in hell that you could have my phone number or address. Like we have to go through PO box in my prepaid phone because there's no way to trace me if you just so happen right. to be a serial killer. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah. right. I'm not yeah. dumb. I might not be yeah. traditional, but I'm not dumb. So <laughs> it's your housewife tagline. Yeah. Yes. So I know like on the show, they're like, this bitch has three phones. I'm like, duh. 
hello like of course it makes complete sense no we were I mean, wondering we're not gonna lie we, clear we, as day we thought it was a little sketchy but your yeah, explanation makes sense reason, thank you and one is for the funeral home and one is yeah. for men who i'm just not i'm not there yet you know what i mean I can what's easily- your phone bill a month nothing my, my i have t-mobile me and my daughter okay. um, my phone that's 140 and then the prepaid phones i put like 60 70 dollars a month you know okay, on okay. Where do you get the prepaids? Dollar General. Dollar General. Wow. It's not. Who knew? People like the like the negative bloggers hyped it up like I was like fucking psycho, and I'm like, no, I'm protecting me and my children because even though we are getting to know each other, there's boundaries here. Yeah, boundaries and security measures set in place when I'm dating people is because there's yeah. been guys I've only kicked it with for two days and that's it. Yeah. So like she me. got your, your iPhone number. Yeah. She has my the main one, the main number. And I've blocked her. That probably was the bitch just called because I'm going to tell you right now. Wow. I get calls, she calls, she calls from out of town numbers and they're like, um, when you go to call it back, they're not real numbers. Like you can't call the numbers back. They're narcotic. Is hell, is hell like, like just just her tone when you this episode shows like when you guys talk in the the hair salon and she like tells you to like stay where you are or whatever, like how calm and chill she was on somebody who just literally did revenge porn, which is fucking illegal, was like insane. Scares me. That's my point. You know what? If there's a moment when she first started that scared me too, but. Mm-hmm. Watch how it plays out. Okay. okay. I think you're going to beat her ass, I think is what we're going to see. I'm not we'll afraid. See. Yeah, I'm not afraid of this bitch. She knows better, but she's done things that are bigger than TV. I'll say that. How many, at the height of her calling, how many times a day did she call you? Oh, God. A hundred? More than that. Like, I'm talking about it's every 10 minutes. It's considered harassment. Yeah. So have you she considered getting a restraining order? You watch. just don't want to get the law involved. Okay. Okay. Watch Okay. Man, and okay. do you tell your daughter, watch out for this girl if she ever, yes. if your daughter's walking home from school or yes. something? And I tell you this, but Delaney has mace on her keychains. Okay. okay. Good. The How often has this has this happened to you before talking never. to never? You've never, never had another girl come. Never over an inmate. You know, in my early 20s, we had cat fights. That's my guy. That's my guy. He was cheating on all of us. Um, high school, I beat a bitch ass. Like, girl, you date who? Beat her ass. Like, after 31, bitch, y'all can't be fighting. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm tired. Like, it's Yeah, like, you'll um, crick that neck and it's over. I feel like once you turn 30, it's like you stand up and you're injured. Yeah, like, yeah, like I got sciatica. And I never, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be completely honest with you. As a woman of color it, from the inner city with daughters, I never said when when I originally was offered to come on the, the show, which is a huge blessing. Thank you, Lee TV. Thank you, Sharp Entertainment. I never came on with the attention of saying, I'm gonna come with all this drama. Uh-huh. I wanted equal rights because I had came from a place where. I'm afraid to be honest about who I'm dating. I'm lying and telling my family, family and friends that he's in the military or he's, you know, 
he lives out of town. You know, I would be ashamed. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be yeah. ashamed of who I really was when I shouldn't be because it's my fucking life. So when I came on the show, that was my only goal. It has never been watch me go off on this bitch. Watch me. That's not who I am. You know, that's not who I am. And that's not who I wish for little girls to grow up and say, oh, that's cute. People get yeah. hurt. Seeing women kill each other. Over yeah. men. Seeing these bodies come into the funeral home. I don't, yeah. I don't promote violence. Um, I don't prov- promote drama. I don't promote it. But sometimes it's brought into your life. And it's like, what, what do you have left to do? Yeah, because you you put out a lot of good in the world. You're the last kind of piece to the puzzle to people before they bury Uh, their loved ones. So what you're putting out there is a lot of good. I I can understand where you're coming from. I'm trying. And so are you do you have ever said, Heidi, get this lady to stop or handle muzzle her? or What do you say? Yeah, I told Heidi Thursday, the cameras didn't get this, I don't think. But this was probably after we were done filming, I told him, I don't know what's going on. I can't tell you that you're lying. And I'm not going to sit here and say that you're being truthful with me. I'm not going to question you. I'm going to tell you to fix it. You owe me that much. Fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can see on the, on the last episode, he's like, that bitch is just crazy. You don't got to call her a bitch to me. Just fix it. Yeah. Just yeah. And she wasn't a bitch to me. If she would have called me, if she wasn't a bitch, and if she would have called me, hey, I just need to talk to you. Right. Would have been like, let's talk. What's up? She she was harassing me from the beginning, and she's yeah. continued me. Yeah, and posting your nude photos, as Geneva said calling- that. Yeah, that's illegal. I mean, calling crazy. someone a hundred times—that's harassment. That's this is not normal but- behavior. Even if she's truthful, even if she's telling the truth about these 12 fucking years, if she's telling the truth, right? How did I know? Right. Like, come on. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if it was true, the problem is hotties. It's, you know what I mean? Like, the fault, that's the thing that you always see is that somehow the women are pitted against each other, where it's like, all the time in life. Yeah. Yeah. And is her being on her, her hearing her voice on we t- on this show? Do you think it amps her up to want to be more involved in your life now? Probably so. I don't even know. I, I never thought about it that way, but she might be an attention whore. That might be what her her angle is like. Yeah. She may have walked away easier if she didn't think it was cute. Right. You know, right. Yeah. She thinks it's, yeah, it's ridiculous. It would be a lie if I said, no, she wouldn't. I don't know the bitch. I I think that she's psycho. And I think that from, I've done my, I'm worried. Yeah. I've done my investigations on her and she has kids, little kids. Wow. And from my, from what my investigation tells me, she's a hood rat. And she gave her stimulus check to Heidi. That's what he I loved that, by the way. That's what he said. To me, it was upsetting because I'm like, you've given him a lot of money. Not even just that. It's, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not rich at all. I live check to check, but God bless me to where I'm making more money than I I was when my kids were little. Mm -hmm. And I just don't, 
I'm kind of upset with, I'm very upset with the fact that he had, that, that this woman is in my life, period, right? right. This woman giving me drama. But yeah. he thought it was okay to say, and I quote, okay, the bitch gave me, a, gave me some, some money. I didn't remember how much he said, but it was a lot. And I'm like, why the fuck would this bitch give you some money? Why would you take money from this bitch? But then when I investigated and found out she had kids, I'm like, you're using a bitch Great with point. kids? So to me, it was kind of like a reevaluation moment for who am yeah. I dealing with? Because His character, yeah. That was my thing. So not only am I dealing with drama, embarrassment, but you're making me question now the type of man you are because none of this shit is okay with me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and yeah. wanting to protect you against this lunatic. Exactly. Yeah. So it's put a strain on your relationship, you would say, like this very whole situation. Much. Very yeah. much. Very much. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get on the show originally? It's so weird, girl. Nobody believes me, but I never applied for this. I never ever in my life applied for this. Were you I, prisoner nominated? <laughs> kind of. I was at the time I was dealing with three men that were locked up in different places. And I was living in Atlanta. Okay. One of the guys was in Butner, North Carolina. One of them was in Virginia. I think it was. And I want to say one was in Boston. My, 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 nav- my navigations may be wrong, but they were far apart. And it was in that time frame. And Facebook had a um, prison like, you know, prison wives, prison something. I don't know what it was, but you could, you could carpool. So I signed up for this group. And so most of the women were going to the same jail. There's a TV I, show. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't the TV show. It was, um, oh, no, it would make a good TV show. I'd watch a carpool oh, women go meet their right, inmates. Right, right, right. Yeah. That's right. It was like a, like a, you know, like a Facebook group. And yeah. women were going, women were going, to, most of them were going to the same jail, but my dumbass going to different jails and didn't realize that people could notice that you're going to different jails to see different. <laughs> oh, like you're. Making- <laughs> That's so, great. So one day, um, literally about three years later, my homegirl, who I love to death, but she always throwing shade, girl. She always throwing shade. She um, she texts me and she sent me a screenshot of love after lockup or love love something lockup and it had sharp productions on it. And she was like, "Bitch, you always down in that jail. You might as well get paid for it." And I'm like, oh, "Yes." I'm like, "Oh, shut the. I'm telling her right, like." fucking hate her this is what I'm saying right but I looked at it and I'm like why do I know this email why do I know this email so I go to my emails clear as day it was in my spams like it was going to my spam they they were emailing me reaching out to me oh I love that yeah there was a recruiter and I haven't crossed paths with her in a a long time but she was I guess she's a recruiter reaching out to me this was before and um, I gave them my life, told them who, who I was, what I was about at this point, just shocked that they had even reached out to me. And they turned yeah. me down. They turned me down. They turned Big me mistake. down. Big mistake. And then they know, then they called me back 
right when COVID started. And I'm like, no, you guys, trust me, you don't want me. <laughs> They're like, no, 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 we're adding to the show. We're taking people who are still incarcerated. Yes. Uh-huh. We're, you especially were really interested in because you're dating multiple. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And I still never thought that we were going to go much further. That's why even if you see the clip where I'm in the leopard and I have like really short hair. Yeah. And it's I'm in the background and I'm telling them like, I'm taking control. I'm shuffling the deck. Like I'm doing this. Like I'm dating who I want to date. I never thought that shit was going to be seen anywhere. The back of my fucking house, house was filthy. I'm like, all oh, fat, no wig on. And I'm like, hmm? I fucking prepared better. Had I thought it was really about It was that. actually going to air. That's yeah. Hilarious. I, I didn't believe it until I seen it on TV. That's great. Wait, so how many, back to your, how many visits, how many prisons have you visited? I feel like you may know your number. I've been in Niagara County, Erie County, Chautauqua County, Virginia, New Orleans, um, Boston. Oh, oh God. Marcy. The Eastern Seaboard. You're just hitting everywhere. Marcy. All over. um, Have you been to Rikers Island? Anybody in Rikers? Ever. I wouldn't see, I, I hate to say, but I don't think I would date a man who qualifies for Riker. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Is that murder? So you what's your, do you have a crime? Like, what's the limit that you don't yeah. talk to somebody if they've done? Um, in rape, in murder. Rape and what was the first one? And murder. Okay. That's the rapes, murder. Just, I think. No, kidnapping. I never really um, thought about that, but yeah, I would put that under domestics. Nothing against okay. people. I know they make mistakes, but that's just, just give me a nice, good little made a mistake drug dealer. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rehabilitate him, check fraud, something like that. Um, even yeah. a gun, but a nice blue collar crime or white, whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, let's, let's, you know, like something that, I believe was a crime of maybe just survival. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that not. Yeah. Well, we always say it. The majority of people locked up on drug charges should be released. It's, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. What I've noticed um, is it's bad, but it's even worse when we're taking people from the inner city, no matter what race, people from any inner city, any high crime rate city are not given a chance at life. No. We're t- these, these, let me, let me, let's talk about BB, right? Uh-huh. BB was born into poverty. Um, BB did not have a lot of education because he was busy trying to provide for his family, meaning his mother, right. meaning brother who was dying from kidney failure and he's watching drug dealers in the neighborhood you're gonna starve or you're gonna do what they're gonna do you know what i mean mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah. I, no i mean the zip code where you're born determines your future in america yeah. literally he, from education to everything or he had two two felonies against him yeah it's over what by what age did you say 24 Oh, or, but now what, what he's in jail for is, is not, he didn't do it. Now, and I, and I know that people say every day, 
he didn't do it. He's innocent. No, I've dated some guys who absolutely did this shit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they're doing their time. And it's nothing to be discussed because you broke the law. But BB, I think why I'm so hurt about his incarceration is he didn't do anything. He literally is in jail for an illegal search and seizure. And they fucking railroaded him. And mentally, he was unstable and unable to make the decisions that could have got him out of jail. And those decisions, some decisions meaning a plea with no cooperation, which even though he would have done time, Mm -hmm. because no way once the feds got you that you can just beat them. You can't. You you cannot beat them. If he would have taken a plea and lied on himself, which is what they ultimately wanted. He would have a home date. And now he has to wait 40 years because he said, no, I didn't. He was like, I didn't do it. I didn't do this. The system is just disgusting. It's just hard to see. And so did you know him before he went in? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's that's heartbreaking. He was my first boyfriend since my kid's dad. And he was the first guy who I dated before he went to jail and oh, okay a lot it was oh. that's oh. hard 40 years that's crazy people yeah, he murder did. someone don't even go in for 40 I, years he was originally facing life because he was a three-time offender and uh president donald trump um when he was in office he did some type of law i'm kind of ignorant to the name of the law but what it did was it helped lessen those um those 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 sentences so they could no forgive him that so i'm not yay or nay on politics but some people do good some people do bad some people do both and president trump hopefully it can help him so what what can we what can we expect from you we could talk to you all day but we know you have to go so we would love to know what can we expect to see from you coming up the rest of the season because you've come in hot so what do we have coming for us um i think that i'm gonna get out of character unfortunately a lot um my makeup was horrible because i did it myself the last couple of scenes you look really pretty no no. my eyebrows completely melted off um (laughs) oh god (laughs) I didn't uh, notice. Oh God, I look horrible. Um, and I was in, in the middle of getting my tooth fixed. So I look like I got like a snag of tooth in the back. But anywho, I'm going to get out of character. You don't. But I'm going to stand up for women. And I am also going to stand up for love. You know? Oh, I love it. All so right, I think Ty, I'm going to be very relatable. If you're open to it, you're you're doing to good it. we want you back on yeah. after Bring this me back. season. Bring me back. Oh, we got I know there's more we got to get into. Um, I would love we just, we you learned great. a lot today. We had so much fun talking to you. I did too. And we're I rooting for you. Thank you, baby doll. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, we doll. are.